monsters. <laughs> One, two, three, start. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the podcast. Man, we're never going to get good at that ever. It's not going to work. How dare. That was the most perfect cold open we've ever had in our life. <laughs> Great. Wonderful. I, 10 out of 10, would recommend it's for everyone to continue listening to the Murder Horror Monsters podcast, aka Monsters, Monsters, Monsters. Monsters. The monsters, one and only. Monsters. Or, mmm. 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 <laughs> when you listen to this podcast and sip your tea, you know what you say? Mmm. And that's mm. what we are. We're mmm. Hmm. There used to be a girl on YouTube. I think we both used to watch her or still do or something, but um Graveyard Girl ah! where she would do sippy sippies. Yeah. yeah. She would literally take a drink out of anything and everything and she'd go ah! every single time. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. It and it wasn't like oh, the first sip that she would do. No, no, no. It was every single sip. I liked it. Every single sip. I liked it. It was my favorite. Anyway, the one that doesn't have a croak in their voice, I hope I don't have a croak, but truly, I do have one. Uh, The one that with the beautiful angelic voice all the time is Skloon. She's my favorite. You're my favorite (laughs) co-host. You're my favorite, too. I may not have a croak in my voice, but I do have a Coke in my voice. I am sipping Coke, brought to you today by Coca-Cola. Not sponsored. It's going to keep throwing stuff in here until it sticks. <laughs> I mean, if Coca-Cola wants to sponsor us, I'm Can you imagine? My brother would be ecstatic. I'd be so happy. Coca-Cola. What do we got to do, Coca-Cola? What do we got to do? I don't know. Coca-Cola, listen, listen. I don't know. If I explained this before, but my brother has a girlfriend, right, who only drinks Coke products, down with Pepsi oh. products. So me, oh. being a uh, Pepsi lover, I had to switch to Coke. And if I bring up the name of Pepsi around here, I will be disowned. So for you, Coke, you are my one true love. I don't know how I'd feel if someone purposely wanted me to change my drinking No, she doesn't. Preference. It's a meme. No, but, like, think about it, though. Like, if someone was like, mm, for example, super hardcore. I'm Ash, by the way. That's- I'm sick. Leave Ash me alone. No, no, no. I'm sick. Leave Let me her alone. win. She's sick. Let me- Don't make me argue. Don't make her argue. She's sick. It's <laughs> my favorite, favorite argument. But think of, like, the hardcore, like, super vegans or super vegetarians or, like, I can't even imagine, like, walking near, like, a deli shop. Like, I can't imagine it. Or a sausage factory. Whatever nonsense. Could you not, like, imagine, like, someone's like, ugh, I can't even smell Mr. Pibb in my way. I need you to please remove your orange Fanta blandness and go in the other direction that's true while i sip my diet coke over here like or the opposite like there's always going to be 
people who are very particular. Particular? That's true. So I know that your brother's partner probably does not make you, but like I kind of now want to imagine her being <laughs> that person. Me too. But listen, I, I've thought about this before, right? Like, if what if, what if I end up with somebody who just cannot eat meat, right? And they're forcing me to be, like, a vegan person. And they want me, not forcing me. It's not like they forced me to do anything at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, you can't eat You can't eat meat. It would be nice if you didn't eat meat with me. I would stare at them dead in their soul as I eat a burger. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I would offer to, to eat less meat. Well, yeah. I maybe wouldn't eat it around them. Yeah, like, that's what I try to do anyway, yeah. but if someone purposely was like, oh, no, I can't imagine being with you because you eat meat yeah. or... like, we can't have meat in this house, like, mm. You know, because you eat red meat. Listen, there's a there's a certain somebody in oh. my life who hates orange chocolate, like, chocolate is flavored like oranges. I love that. I know, right? That's my favorite. There's it's literally so a chocolate orange that I, I get my mother for Christmas I every year. No, me too. That's the one <laughs> I'm talking about. It like snaps off. It has slices. I don't know if you're listening to this, but if you are, mm-hmm. the first thing I'm doing is getting one and eating it while staring into your soul. <laughs> Goddamn right. Oh, do you put it in the freezer? Yeah, I let it get cold. Yes! Okay. I'm so happy that I've met as someone. I didn't even know that you did this. This makes me so happy because my mother would do it for us for Christmas. It's always the chocolate orange. My mother is English, so like I don't know if it's from there or whatever. But we'd always get the chocolate orange and we put it in the freezer overnight. And then whenever we're ready for it, we literally just smash it on the table and it would break open. Yeah. And it was my favorite thing as a child. Oh my god, I was like I think I'm the only one who likes them, right? So like the older older people in my family would get us mm. the, the chocolate oranges and then they would all just hand them to me because I was the only one who would eat them. <laughs> so I had like five chocolate oranges like around Christmas time and I would just put them in That's the fridge. The best. Take them out, take a few little slices of my orange, have myself yep. like a cola or some tea, make myself a little comfy nest <laughs> with my chocolate Yes, orange. you take it, it's like you have like your meal or your little sandwich and then you just have like two little slices yeah. of your chocolate orange. And like in your brain as a kid, you're like, it's orange. They're shaped like orange slices. It's fruit. It's fine. Yeah. But like in your soul, you know that you're doing a bad thing. Yeah. And it's like it's chocolate. It's a big slice too. So like I'll just like nibble on it for a day. And those chocolate oranges last me like probably the whole month. Yeah. I mean, we would typically try to share one between the three of us, my mom, my sister, and I. So they only would last like a week because my mom would be like, you get one slice. Right. Like she, it was her treat, but she would share it with us. So it was always, you get one, one slice every day kind of deal. So we were, we were very stingy in terms of our sharing our chocolate oranges. But now... Now I buy my mom one, and I buy myself one, and I'm like, there you go. You eat it all in one go or not. I don't care. Yeah. As soon as they come in the stores for Christmas time, like, I already bought yep. one. It's already in the yep. cart. It's already in the cart. It's already in the cart. I don't care what I came from the store for. It's I'm getting that. <laughs> Amazon. What are they? Are they? It's What are they called? Tillies? Are they called Tillies? I don't Tillies? know. I just know 
when I see the box with the with the ball wrapped in foil inside of it, I'm like, oh yeah. You know, oh, you yeah. know what's going down. I can't order them off of Amazon. I know they have them like all year round because because it's like a special like time of the year treat. For They're Terry's. Terry's. Terry's chocolate orange. Yes. I know it's truly Christmas time when the chocolate oranges come out. Oh, absolutely. I'm just saying, like during Christmas time, depending on where they're at or like how not expensive but how available they are you know you can always get them yeah. off amazon and just get them shipped yeah that's the smart thing to do which i might do i've been trying i know it's not great but i've been trying to like go out less <laughs> you know i don't want to be around people you, anymore you don't gotta tell me twice i don't, I don't know i'm, I'm over don't. it I'm yeah, me too. I'm over people. I'm over people getting people sick. I'm just I'm done with it all. I'll just be at home. Did you hear about New York? No. New York declared a state of emergency because of the polio resurgence in their area. Oh my god, really? Yep. Mm-hmm. I just uh our friend Amanda just told me about it today. That's terrifying. Yes. And I was like, I understand. A lot of people want to, like, take control of their health and, like, all these things. And they're like, well, this so-and-so disease or infection has been out of circulation, quote-unquote, for years. However, a lot of people don't realize that things are, like, hibernating. Yeah. And they're only dormant because of herd vaccinations and it herd immunity. So the fact of the matter is, is they're really not gone. They're just not able to survive in a host. So it just, it blew my mind when I heard about that. And I, I really hope that everyone's getting the treatment that they need because polio is not fun. It's not fun. But you know what is fun? Life. You and commissions are having a great time. Uh, me, sick, great time. No, not with that's polio. Not, no, listen. Ash is like, I sick, and I was like, oh no. And yeah. then we were in our uh friend group chat, and then she, uh, she was in there, and I was like, oh, I want to come vibe too. And I entered, and she was like, hello, and I was like, oh my heart, <laughs> oh my sweet baby, what did they do to you? <laughs> listen, it's it was really bad, like really bad, but it's not as bad anymore. Yeah. I still cough. So uh, just a just a word of apology here. I don't know how well Skloon's going to be able to remove my coughing from everything, but like I got hot tea. I have bourbon, nutmeg, vanilla, bergamot tea. Okay. Ooh. I got fancy tea up in this beach with blackberry, bourbon, honey. I'm prepared. And I have a Powerade. I am prepared to talk endlessly, but uh, I was determined, like I kept telling Sloon, I told Sloon like three days ago when I had no voice, I was like, I could record, I could do it. <laughs> no, you can't, uh, honey. I could have, mom. No. You'd be proud no. of me. Uh-uh. No. It'd have been horrible to edit, I can guarantee it. No, this I is don't care about the editing or the, the quality of the podcast. I care about you. I just mean, like, in terms of, like, you can't you can't change it. You can't make anything sound better. Like, 
I um I just sent off like my first like a recording for voice acting and he was like I want you to be like a really peppy bubbly like nursing student and I was like great I hope that your nursing student also is fine with sounding a little croaky let's do it <laughs> let's do it she's <laughs> oh, my ppp PPP Oh my god. It sounded great though. Like I feel like I sounded great. And then there was a part where she had to like all be mumbly and she was like having like a panic attack. And I was like, oh I got this. My little gremlin came out. I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Traumatized. Look at you doing voice acting and stuff. I'm so proud of you, Aish. Is it really voice acting if I really didn't change the way I talk? Yes, Is because it? it does not matter. They liked your voice. They wanted oh, your voice for a thing. Stop. You don't have to change the way you talk when they liked your voice to begin with. Listen, I think your voice is incredible, and you should go into voice acting. Uh, I don't know. Do it. I, I, get, Do it. I, get, I get nervous. I get nervous. I get nervous, and I start going to like a southern accent, which nobody wants. What? Wait, hold on. Wait. So when you get nervous, you pull out Southern Bell oh, Scloon. Yeah. Okay. I have story. You guys want to know story time? <laughs> Please. So I was in uh drama class mainly for the fact that when I was in high school, I was trying to not be so awkward, painfully shy. So I forced myself to go in drama class, and uh, they had a play, so I. I tried out for the play. I did some real gremlin ass manic stuff and got the part, which is wild to me. <laughs> like the way I am now, where I'm just like, <laughs> I was doing that. But like back in the day, I wouldn't even dream of doing that. I was just tiny, tiny, meek little scloob, you know? But I got the part. And then they were doing an exercise. I don't know, it was like a group exercise to get to know everybody. And they're like, okay, I need you to, like, say your name as loud as you can and do all this stuff. They told told us to read lines. And I was so nervous that my voice shifted into, like, a southern accent. That's incredible. My inner country bumpkin came out. The fact that you got the part with gremlin energy, literally, to then go full southern, which is, like, I feel like a complete 180. But... The worst part was, like, so I think this is what happened, okay? Mm. I I do go, like, slightly southern when I get nervous because I am, you know, of the parts. But there's a girl that, was like, had a super heavy southern accent, and she went before me. So I think what I was trying to do, or my voice was trying to do, was mimic her a little bit. And and I felt bad. Because she probably sounded really cool when she did Yeah, she was super confident about it. So I think my voice was shifting Um, into mimic. And I was like, oh, no. Now I um, feel bad. And these people think I'm a weirdo. And then there's like. I get that all the time, though. Like, I understand the mimicking part. Because whenever whenever my friend, our friend, uh, was down from Canada, uh, Nick, we were walking around and. We were just joking about how his friend at one point pretended that he was Irish while they were, like, bar hopping in Canada or whatever. And he tried to do an Irish accent. And it wasn't bad. 
And I just started laughing and I was like, oh, you trying to do, you trying to do Scully's accent? You trying to do, and he like super, we're just drunk. We're walking around. We're having a good time. And this kid looked at me, kid, he's like the same age. And he looked at me and he was like, woo. And I was like, no, (laughs) no, (laughs) no friend, (laughs) no, (laughs) but it's. I think it's one of those not like natural occurring things whenever we hear a really amazing voice that we either want to emulate it because we admire it so much and like we know that people are drawn to it or we want to test our abilities and I think it's just a really good thing because especially when in voice acting like you want to try your ranges you want to get all the way over there for that so right you want to be able to to shift like that i can't tell people i always do an an english accent and then not even pretend to try to be scottish or irish you gotta you gotta try i try i just make weird noises <laughs> i mean listen alan Durdick, he went to juilliard he makes weird noises for a living i think he could also do it Hear me out. <laughs> Slap me in an anime real quick. I'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like. <laughs> 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 oh, yes. If you could just insert re into every character that you ever have. Like, <laughs> like who is it? Uh, Fucking Jason Derulo. Like, he Jason Derulo. I just, whenever oh. I'm in something. Re. Please. Or DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled! Khaled. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, yes. Oh, please. For the love of everything, please join me on this voice acting journey just so that you can be like, hi, my name is Skloon, uh, and I'll be voicing uh, Abigail Winterbottom. Winterbottom! The gremlin of Snow Mountain. (laughs) <laughs> oh no ash <coughs> i tried it's okay oh uh, i do have a a story though our friend burrito more? yes yes more messaged me and they were like did you do voice acting and i was like no <laughs> what are you on about burrito and 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 they said that i don't hear it let me just preface this by saying it. I don't hear mm. it. Mm-hmm. But they said the, the English voice actor for um Anya from Spy Family sounds like me at certain points. Really? Yeah. And I was like... I've never well, seen great. it, but now I have to watch it. All I need to, to do see. is kill her. No, I'm just My plan is complete. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Emo said she hears it too, but I don't hear it. I don't hear it. It's weird. We'll have to figure it out. I know um, my friend Patrick, who he's a voice actor. He's very, very sweet. Um, We were talking about the audiobooks and how there is, I think it's called Ox, where you can record yourself for an audiobook. Um, you can send in like a sample and if they like what they hear, they'll have you finish the book 
and then they'll pay you like whatever amount of money it is and it can be anywhere between two hundred dollars to like a thousand dollars for 45 to like 90 minutes of reading and i was like well sweet and i had told him about this one gig that i just got it's completely voluntary it's just like an extra bit of um experience and he was like i just keep forgetting how clear and concise your voice is and just how bubbly it can be and i was like shut up because no he's not wrong though i no no you have great clear voice is very nice and even toned and you're like very loud naturally so it comes across very nicely and you can understand me very well stop it's this true wasn't though. supposed to be like a hey look at me it was just how it made me feel good no. to try everybody look at ash look at her no she's oh, doing great don't. things i'm gross right look now look at her here please. she is miss Kristen host podcast thing <laughs> Monsters, monsters, monsters. Monsters, 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 host. Here she is. For your Miss viewing pleasure. America. <laughs> I'm never letting you go for any of your sclunisms ever. Okay, don't let me go. Don't be like, don't be like Rose. I need you not to be like Rose. Okay? For a second. I was like, what do you mean? Rose would never let us go. And then I was like, oh, Rose Rose did let go. Rose let. Rose said, "I will never let go." As she was currently letting go, as she sounded like me because she was trying to breathe and she was shaking because her lungs were not able to come. Yeah, mm-hmm. actually, our Rose and that Rose is very similar with their baby lungs and can't breathe. That's true. She dead ass said, "I will never let." And yeah. as she got to let, her hand opened up. <laughs> Yeah, and she kissed. <laughs> she kissed. She went Mwah, and then she went blah blah bye 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 bye. And then as he dropped, that man sunk so fast. I mean, he's he's frozen, so probably you know. Yeah, but none of the other bodies sunk. That's true. That's what I'm saying. None of the other bodies sunk. He, the Titanic was a lie! <laughs> he literally dropped so fast that, and there was also bubbles coming out of his mouth. I'm like pretty sure, but there shouldn't have been bubbles because he had no more air in his lungs because of it being frozen. So he should have been, he should have been buoyant. Mm-hmm. Titanic was faked. Confirmed. His death was fake. He was still alive. She just let a, she let a live man die. Did you see the theory? conspiracy theory that like he was still alive actually and he went on to like go get rescued by a shipboating captain and then it shifted into like the great Gatsby story yeah 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 yeah. i did see that and like how he became like super rich and whatever that's why leonardo dicaprio played both parts yeah like, he was yep. just, like, a person with nothing to his name and suddenly, got, like, got rich and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, side note, I love Leonardo DiCaprio. Me too. He does real good work. Uh, The Revenant fucked me up. That was a really intense movie. And that man deserved his fucking Oscar for it. I'll tell you what. He deserved Oscars for a lot of things, though. Honestly. He did. But if he didn't get an Oscar for The Revenant, 
I think he would have just ended it. Like, he would have been like, you know what, guys? It's been real. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'll go back to television. So what have you been up to? (laughs) Um, Trying to win an Oscar? Yeah. Hmm? Always. Always trying to win that sweet, sweet metal man so I can display it on my shelf and use it as a paperweight. You know what? I think that's what most people do. Like, what do you do with it after? I mean, you just be like, I won this, but like, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, because I feel like people own too many houses when they're rich. Yeah! Why is that a thing? Like, why? What house is deemed, like, your forever home? Yeah. And then, do you have just a room where you display it so that all your (laughs) other famous friends can come over and look at them? Because they are, they were there. This is where I display <laughs> all my Oscars. Can you just imagine before Leonardo won his, like, he would just go over to any of his friends' houses and they're like, oh yeah, this is my Oscar room? And he's like, yeah, it must be nice. It must be nice having all these Oscars. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Sandra Bullock. Thanks, Sandra Bullock. Thanks. Thanks, Sandy. Thanks. He'd be like, Meryl Streep, hey, how you doing? Good to see your four Oscars. Okay, bye. I don't even know if these people have won that many Oscars. I don't know. I don't keep it with, like, Hollywood life, honestly. I don't know anything you, about it. You don't keep up with Hollywood life? The midst of all the glam and glamour? I live in the woods. <laughs> you know what? All Sorry. I know is tree and leaf. That's it. Tree, leaf, st- stick. Stick. You know what? Around. Sometimes find good stick. Good stick. Uh, good stick. Good stick. Uh, do 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 good work. Good stick lasts for many moon. <laughs> many moon. Good stick. Mm-mm. No, thank you. you I want, uh, what? You don't want good stick? Not for many moon. Yeah. I'm just gonna take this stick back then. I got you a good stick. Sometimes. You know no, it's fine. Never mind. But I don't need a stick from you no. because you are my moon. No. Yeah. No stick for you. You know, I come here. You you, you greet me here at my daughter's wedding. <laughs> I, I present you a stick. You spit. You spit on my stick. You spit on my wife. You kick my dog. You kick my baby. Kick my fucking baby. Take my stick. Well then. Throw it back in the woods. The coyotes I- get it. I guess I guess you don't want my stick. Let's not be so rash. Okay. Oh. Hold on. What kind of I stick? I have nice. What kind of stick? A nice, about? a nice, uh, bendy stick. Oh. But still firm. Oh. So it gets nice, like whoops going oh. on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh. Mhm. Is it like a willow stick? Yeah, I got that. Oh, oh. Maybe we can hash something out. We can do some business, some stick. Business. We can hash. We can hash over your fire pit that you have. Yeah. Made out of sticks and stones that could break bones. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're so silly. Um, speaking of Hollywood, I don't want to get into it, but I do want to just gloss over. Um, I have not read anything into it. Because it, like, it set me off in a really bad way. 
But um, as far as I have seen, Ezra Miller has been arrested. So there is a lot coming out. We are not going to cover that um, because A, it's still way, 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 way too early and we do not do anything of that nature. Um, We do like a lot of time to pass and make sure that everything has come out because from my understanding, there is accusations of grooming, there's accusations of kidnapping, um, all sorts of things. So we do not know what the story is right now. It has been progressing for like, what, three weeks or something? It's been since since the arrest anyway, I'm pretty sure. It's been like three weeks. But we're aware of it. It's just we're aware of it. And that's it. I'm just going to sip my tea. Yeah. Also... This, we, there was a story that our friend Orla told this morning, and I was blown away. I felt really bad. And she had made a comment about how in their town, there was a funeral today for, I think it was two children who were killed by their brother. And that, like, hurt my heart. And the queen died yesterday. Yeah. What is happening this week? No. Also, somebody around where I live found a body in the water. Oh? They didn't recognize the body in the water, but you know, they found one. That's always so weird to like... Because here's my thing. How do you know at first glance that it's a body in the water? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I hope I never know because if I am like doing stuff by water and see like a person, I might freak out a little bit. Oh, I feel you. But I always thought that because, like, we live, we, me, I live in Florida. And so a lot of people are always like, oh, that looks like a gator. And I'm like, no, that's a log. They're like, well, how do you know it's a log? I'm like, well, how do you know it's a gator? They can look very similar. So that's why I'm like, with bodies, you know, I've never seen a body, but I don't know if I could look at, like, a stone or a log or, like, a trash bag, like, thinking it might be someone's shirt. It might you know? be, like, the, like, uncanny valley thing where you're, like, looking at something and it just feels off. So you have to keep looking at it until, like, you figure out what it is, maybe. Like, maybe you see, like, a log and you're like, why does that not look like a log? My brain is being like, that's a log. You know? Yeah. And then you'd be like, oh, shit, that's not a log. That's a leg. (laughs) Yeah. And that's why I'm like, "Mm." I'd rather not find out. But at the same time, I really hope that when I say that it's a log, it's a log. log. Yeah. I've always heard the stories of people who, like, stumble across things, like, on hiking trails or uh, in their backyard when they bought a house or something like that. And I'm like, how... Either your brain completely shuts down and is like, oh, it's just a piece of, it's a f- old animal, you know, or it's a glove that is just stuck in there because of roots and stuff. Or it's the complete other reaction of like, I have a whole mass grave in yeah. here and yeah. I need to figure it out. Like, we definitely have to get our friend uh, sorry on at one point because she... Uh, they have a wonderful horror story about ghosts and stuff. And 
a particular barn. So I would love to have them on if they ever feel super comfortable talking about it because when they were telling us, like, just in general, like, I got, like, goosebumps. Yeah. Like, it was a really intense storytelling experience. So I would love to have it again here. Yes. So. You know what else is spooky, though? What? Our stories of the week. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's great that you're talking about woods because mine kind of revolves around the woods. Ooh. 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 Don't. No. We're taking that out. Please take that out. Ooh. 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 Just all over the fucking place. <laughs> oh, my God. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Woo. Bo. Bow. Wow. Just little Bow Wow coming into play. (laughs) He starts singing I Want Candy. Let's get DJ Khaled (laughs) on the podcast. Oh, DJ Khaled. If DJ Khaled ever wanted to be on our podcast for any reason, I would absolutely say yes. He's kind of incredible. Like whenever I saw him, um, anytime he's in a movie and acting, it just... It just makes me laugh because he's just like, hey, guys, like he looks so happy to be there all the time. And it was like Pitch Perfect 2 or something when he was just like, hey, guys, what's going on? (laughs) He was like, I'm here for this giant. um, What was it? It was a a singing competition. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Skloon, have you ever heard of legend tripping? No. Well, this is an activity where young people, and I'm going to be real honest, probably mostly millennials because we are the people who, like, latched on to the haunted places aspect, the whole um, true crime, ghost tours, all that stuff. Uh, But it's where people would make a literal trip to a site, a house, building uh that is the alleged scene of a possible supernatural or haunting event or unfortunately like a super tragic one and they usually do this adventuring at night time it's a usually harmless endeavor and can be educational at times as the stories can vary from place to place and they actually will sometimes hold a nugget of truth for example those who would travel to auschwitz Um, would actually be considered legend trippers because they went to a location that had uh, great traumatic experiences that occurred there and they want to learn about said experiences or they want to be just be in awe of what had happened. Also, I think a lot of people would say that Auschwitz is haunted, rightfully so, because of all the trauma that is like in the ground. Some might even go for the possibility of seeing a supernatural event. So they would go to like cemeteries, abandoned schools, um, hospitals, like the Waverly Hills Sanatorium for tuberculosis victims, which is located in Louisville, Kentucky. And some legend trippers can even be looking for sightings of cryptids or explanations of the phenomena, like S. Walker Ranch. The Goat Man's Chair, or today's cryptid, the Pope Lick Monster, at the Pope Lick Trestle 
and Louisville. I am actually from Kentucky, believe it or not. I was born in Florida, but I lived in Kentucky, like, my, like, pre-elementary years. So, like, the age of, like, one to, like, four kind of deal. So, I lived in Owensboro. I was like, what is the name of the city? I lived in Owensboro, so I was was not too, too far. But on April 23rd, 2016, visiting from Dayton, Ohio, was a couple visiting to tour the actual Waverly Hills Sanatorium, which I might actually do a story on because it sounded really cool. Uh, before they were able to tour the haunted tuberculosis clinic, uh, supposedly they started hearing tales and rumors about another legend, the Pope-like monster. With this particular monster, he would either reside on or near the Pope-like train trestle bridge, and it's got many an origin story. Uh, there's ones that he's a product of a deal with the devil, an escaped, quote, circus freak. He's just a beast that is created from nature and unholy. Um, but either way, the stories of the monster were not enough to keep the adventurous couple at bay. When they went to the Trestle Bridge, uh, they, say, they saw something of like a rusted monument and they actually believed it was no longer operational. They thought it was not uh, a modern railway, thinking it might have been abandoned. They traveled through many warnings, ignoring all of them saying to turn back, um, do not cross, do not climb. They, like, I'm imagining, like, all those danger arrows of, like, turn back now, danger, wrong way, all the cartoon things. And they actually climbed over an eight-foot fence in an attempt to scale the railway. Um, this trestle is 80 feet high. So it's a long, long journey up. And it's a bridge. So it spans the whole area kind of deal. They wanted to do this so they can see the monster for themselves. But when they found themselves in the middle of the train tracks and in the middle of the bridge, again, roughly 80 feet up, they could hear a train at 30 miles per hour headed straight towards them. Now, imagine very high train. You're on a bridge, a trestle. Most of these foundations are meant to move with the train so as to not crack it. So the trestle is shaking. The ground is probably vibrating um, with just how massive the train can be and the, how fast it's going. And while they were not in the best of positions, the man managed to cling very briefly to the shaking bridge off of the side. So, like, classic action movie, fingers holding on to the edge of the cliff, sweat on his brow as the train is just barreling over him. And he's probably scared that, like, his fingers are going to get removed because it's just so close. However... His girlfriend was not able to do the same, and she was struck down by the train, falling all 80 feet to the ground below. When paramedics arrived, she was announced dead on scene, and there have been many other individuals who have lost their lives while seeking the monster, but this is actually essentially the first confirmed death linked to him. Mm -hmm. 
So he's been around for a while, but this is the first time in 2016 that because they were specifically looking for him, it's linked to him. So the Pope Lick Monster, it's said to be part man, part goat, part sheep. He has alabaster skin, so white. He has an eagle beak shaped nose, wide set eyes, kind of like a bird. And his legs are fur covered and supposedly very strong. No goat man is ever complete without the sharp little horns on the top of his forehead. And of course, they are covered by long, greasy hair that supposedly matches the color of his legs. So yes, the carpet did match the drapes. (laughs) That was my favorite joke that I wanted to write in there. You let me have it. Okay, okay. (laughs) Not my Christian Minecraft favorite. (laughs) I'm sick. Don't argue with me. Okay, fine. (laughs) You win, six. Ah. (laughs) Yes. Guys, always use that. It's the best argument. (laughs) Ash is like, I'm going to be sick forever. This is great. (laughs) I'm sick forever. No one can tell me no. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, As previously stated, the origin of the Pope-like monster varies from person to person, location to location. But it is said either to be a monster, again, of the human-sheep-goat hybrid, that it was a circus freak who vowed revenge after being mistreated and abused and mishandled anything from their handlers. It could also be rumored that the public monster had escaped from the train car while they were traveling circus acts and then ended up on the actual trestle itself, and that's why he hasn't left. The other version would be the devil deal. So a farmer made the deal with the devil or the reincarnation of a demon or... Even just the reincarnated form of a farmer who wants the powers from the devil themselves. But no matter which story that you use or the story that you believe in the most, the Pope-like monster is truly a monster. A lot of people will state that the monster itself can lure victims in a manner of different ways. However, the most common is going to be with mimicry or mimicry, where it will lure those who are trespassing onto the trestle itself to either meet the oncoming train or to fall to their death by mimicking those of loved ones or those who have been lost. It is said that the monster uses hypnosis instead of mimicry so that the person believes that they're going somewhere else and that they're not actually in danger, therefore meeting their doom. Like me when I play The Sims and I lure my Sims into the cow plant. Why? Because they need to, they need to die, Ash. I am the righteous hand of God. Oh, is that is that what that is now? <laughs> That's why you sit there and you make sure that there's like a fire room, an no, electricity no, no, room. No. no, no, no. I just have a sim. That's a serial killer. That's all. And like, oh. I randomly choose their targets, and they're unfortunate, and they gotta die by getting eaten by a plant that looks like a cow. Got it. Okay, sure. Uh-huh. Yep. I use the gravestones mm-hmm. in the graveyard. Everything has a use. <laughs> Do you see the TikTok girl where she literally has like a gauntlet for her Sims and it's death rooms? No. Yeah, she'll set up like six death rooms and she'll create her Sims characters and she'll put one in each room and the last person alive gets to live until round two when she creates new death rooms. Oh. And it's kind of great. Yeah, it's really great. I like Mm-hmm. Either way, it could also jump from the top of the train onto the person, therefore crushing them, or it would 
attack the person with an axe stained with blood and that the image of the said monster is so terrifying that instead of being hypnotized, the trespassers are so scared, they leap to their death. I mean, it's a very white-skinned, kind of almost bird-looking man coming at you with horns. I would also jump to my death. Harvey Birdman, <laughs> Me too, though. So- I wouldn't want to come across that thing on those tracks. <laughs> What? I'm sorry. My brain did a thing and I couldn't stop it. Okay. <laughs> I can't. I'm trying I'm to not die. You just want to kill me? No. I told you. You can't. This is how I It's die. illegal. You'll go to jail. Police are coming to your location. Stop it. All right. Okay. Sure. Okay. I'll tell the officer that I'm really not dying. No. No. They don't believe you. Off to jail. Here's my certificate. No. Mm-hmm. Here's my certificate no. of birth. No. Shows that I'm birthed and not dying. No. Mm. No, no, no. I'll I'll do a joke on them and I'll tell them that they're actually dying because of the oxygen in their blood poisoning them and therefore slowly killing them. So technically they're also against the law. Well, if it was upstanding officer of the law, they would also put themselves in jail. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that's a twofer. That's a twofer. <laughs> Regardless of how monsters kill people, uh, and regardless of how it looks in general, the townsfolk and authorities have deemed the actual area very dangerous. This is due to a lot of the time because the monster sightings, which actually have never been stated, like no one has ever seen this monster, but it's more often the stories surrounding the area and the fact that a lot of people think that the trestle is abandoned, that more deaths occur than they should. Regardless of the fact that no one has seen this monster, No one has been able to provide any proof of said monster. Everyone wants to go. And everyone thinks that the trestle is abandoned because, yes, trains are still operational, but not as much operational as they used to be. So people just keep dying because no one listens to the signs. That sign won't stop me because I can't read. Literally here, Miss DJ Wallace, you calm it down. Isn't that her name? DJ? JD? What is her name from Arthur? Oh, oh, uh. His little sister. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, JW. Isn't it JD? JW. I was all over the place. I'm sick. Leave me alone. I don't have memory JD power. This is the dude on the Heathers. It's crazy. Yes. Yeah. And DJ was from Full House. Yeah. JW. Great. Anyway. I lost my place. Oh, no. In order for the authorities to ensure the safety of their civilians, they did make those eight-foot fences surrounding the area, and they did try to put up as many signs as possible in order to keep the individuals out. However, apparently, those warnings did not keep anyone out, as we've heard from the previous story. And a lot of people are actually interested in the public monster as Louisville filmmaker Ron Schildnecht made a film in 1988 called The Legend of the Popelik Monster. And in the 16-minute film, it showed scenes of all the characters up on a trestle. It was actually shot at a completely different location. Funnily enough, in the movie, the main character, who was a high school student, had to hang off the side of the trestle to avoid the approaching train. Regardless of the fact that this was a high school student, 
and therefore supposedly thinner and did not weigh as heavy as an adult male. They more than likely did not have the strength to hang on for almost seven minutes that it would have taken the train to pass. This scene itself actually caused the Norfolk Southern Railway officials to be very upset. They were essentially just worried that the film would add to the rising death toll around the trestle. So they actually added and issued a statement which warned of the dangers of the trestle and hanging off the bridge and actually informed anyone that if they were caught on the trestle, they would be prosecuted for trespassing. The act of hanging off the trestle performed by Raquel Baines's boyfriend, whereas Raquel herself was the one who perished, it obviously saved that man's life, but it's not like a go-to method. And that's what they were trying to say. Like, don't do this because you may not have the strength to hang on for seven minutes. Yeah. Please don't do that. In 1988, there was Jack Charles Baum II, and he was only 17 years old, and he was killed by a train, and another unnamed man was injured while also trying to cross the railroad, and the spot would continue to be infamous for those who are trying to test their bravery, as it typically would be something that you would either live after crossing the bridge and hopefully not meeting a train head-on, or you would actually see the Poplick monster. So it's kind of like an either-or situation. But regardless if the Poplick monster is real, what is real are all the deaths that have occurred and the endeavor to find him. And that is why we always want to make sure that we read the signs. And although we do go into the woods, we do not climb train trestles or climb over eight-foot fences. And that is the Poplick monster. Short and sweet, I feel. Amazing! Amazing, but also scary. Yeah. Be safe around trains. I was incredibly surprised when I heard about them because I didn't realize that, A, he was someone that no one had seen. Like, even though that there's, like, this is what he should look like, no one's seen him. And I was like, well, that's interesting. What if it really is, like, an abused person who escaped you know, their confines of their captors because maybe they were, you know, enslaved in being uh, a circus performer, right? Mm -hmm. And they were just trying to live and they were so scared that anyone coming up to them, like they would whack them over the head or the fear of seeing a train coming at you at like 30 miles per hour and you have nowhere to go, like your brain takes over and you see a monster with it. Like there's so many things it's mind-boggling mind-boggling but just super quick the wikipedia for the public monster the cryptids fandom as always for the public monster um and the atlas obscura for the places of the public monster and then i just was just googling essentially the legend tripping so the official definition for that but yeah it's scary, my guy. It's it's scary. Hey, listen, we all play dumb ways to die, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, please no. <laughs> In there, it specifically says, be safe around trains. So you all need to be safe around trains. Don't be doing weird stuff by them, even if they could or could not be active. Because <laughs> trains don't stop that well. <laughs> no, trains do not stop. They're so fast. Yeah. Like, 
They seem like they're not. They really are. As soon as it realizes it has to stop, it's already too late. Yep. So, so be safe around trains. I'm excited for your story. My story is a bit of a short one because I had choices. None of the choices were savory. Or savory! They weren't savory and I did not want to be attention where attention should not be, you know? Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, we have a different kind of story today. It's a mystery. Let me set the mood. Ooh. Set the mood. It was a clear day. Not a cloud in the sky. Sunshine. Birds chirping. Breeze flowing. People on their porch sipping lemonade. And the wife of one Alan Blanche was outside in her garden. Just relaxing. Making soap. What a relaxing pastime. You know? I feel like soap is not a relaxing pastime. I'm just like saying it that. It's very stressful. Have you seen people trying to make soap for the first time? Soap! Ash! Oh, soup! No, soap. Soap. Yeah. But soap is That's what I soap. said! You ever see the soap TikToks? That looks great. Yeah, but it's so stressful. No, 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 no. Soap. Yes! I'm gonna no. show you some videos. No, 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 yep. no. Yep. Yep. Put in that on my little, my little to-do list later to ruin your idealization <laughs> of soap. Okay. Cool. Perfect. But she was making soap. She's having herself a great time. And then, all around her, stuff started falling from the sky. But it wasn't rain, snow, or hail. No, it was chunks of meat. On March 3rd, 1876, in Olympia Springs, Kentucky, the sky opened up to a big storm of meat. Mm. It occurred right nearby the house of the wife of Alan Crunch, who was making her soap. It looked like a beefy substance, and she said it fell like large snowflakes would, but the sky... Had not a cloud in sight. It was just raining meat out of nowhere. It's raining meat. Bah! Hallelujah! <laughs> it's raining meat. Great A! <laughs> no, thank you. That doesn't sound good at all. A Mr. Harris Gill visited the day after the meat shower, as it's become known, and noted all the meat sticking out of the fences, all the fence posts secured by them, and scattered all across the ground. At least one of the chunks measured up to be 10 centimeters squared, but most of them were around 5 x 5 centimeters. They were fleshy when they fell, but having been left out all night, they are now spoiled and dry. Even though it looks like meat, did it taste like meat? Well, two unidentified men strolled by and decided, I want to take up this call for action, and took a big old bite out of that sky meat. Wait. But did they cook it? No. They just picked it up out the ground. Oh, no. And took a, a big honking chomp. And they said that it tasted like it was either a mutton or venison type of taste. So what was it? What was it? They sent some samples off. The first donation of what the meat shower could be came from a person named Leopold Bandice. He received and analyzed some specimens of the meat that were preserved in glycerin. He announced that the meat was not actually meat at all, but rather a type of cyanobacteria that forms colonies surrounded by protective gelatin-type envelope called nostoc. It is known to swell up at, like into a translucent jelly-like mass whenever it rains, and most people believed it to like float on the breeze until it rains, which it then falls from the sky like hail. It goes by the nicknames such as star jelly, which is butter, and star slubber. None of this sounds appealing. No, it's just like a jelly thing. It's a, it's a sky jelly. A, a, a skelly? A scully! 
A Scully! Well, now we know where he's from. What are you doing in the sky? What are you doing up there? Sky Daddy? You get down. Gregory! <laughs> what are you doing up there? <laughs> get down from there! <laughs> Leopold identified this Kentucky nose stock as belonging to the species, described as flesh color, but said that if it were to be eaten, tasted like frog or spring chicken leg. He then explained how it ballooned and fell upon the conch residence when it rained. But that's not right, because no rain was reported. It was a clear day. His explanation didn't quite fit the uh, meteor shower there. He then gave a couple of the mystery meat samples to experienced histologists and president of the Newark Scientific Association, Dr. A. Mead Edwards, who said it was likely the lung tissue of a human infant or horse. Another urologist, Dr. J.W.S. Arnold, studied the specimen and also agreed with the findings of Dr. Mead, concluding that they consisted some kind of animal cartilage and lung tissue. Eventually, seven samples were examined by seven scientists who confirmed two to be lung tissue and three to be muscular tissue. Two were said to be made of cartilage. So then how did animal cartilage and lung tissue rain down from the sky? Where are the answers? What is going on? Did the gods explode? I was gonna say, was the sea in the air at one point and it just upheaved itself? Right. A Dr. L. Kanstenbein, having obtained a sample of his own, set fire to it and observed that it smelled dis distinctly of rancid mutton. Why? Okay, why is every time a scientist has something, they're either like, let me try to inject this... Uh, life-giving serum into it or let me set it on fire yeah or let me like dissect it in a really awkward way why i don't, I don't know i don't know why can't we just absorb observe it like scrape a little bit off do a little bit of testing see what to do with a little bit of that why set the whole thing on fire just some like rotten meat yeah oh, man but then the most plausible theory to this date of the mystery meat shower was suggested by an old Ohio farmer who said that perhaps the meat shower was nothing more than a batch of vultures projectile vomiting their lunch. <laughs> the variety of tissue discovered, muscular fatty structures, can only be explained by this theory. Okay, but that sounds really good. <laughs> right? I kind of like that. It just flies and then... <laughs> Which would fit, because both the black vulture and the turkey vultures are known to projectile vomit their stomach contents away as either a defense mechanism or to make themselves light enough for flight. And both do live around the Kentucky area. So that could explain the meat shower, but that doesn't stop other things other than meat from falling from the sky. Other natural forces can cause unusual objects to drop from above. Many suspect when lampreys fell from the sky, they've just been dropped by birds who are too wiggly to consume. So you're just chilling, and there'd be these fishies just dropping from the sky. Meat from above, once again, fish form. There are also spiders who drop from the sky in an act called ballooning. It's I don't like that. Float on the breeze. Where the breeze takes them. But whatever it may be, there's no way to totally confirm this meat story. <laughs> <laughs> and it never happened again. <laughs> meat story. That's the that's the story of meat showers. Short and sweet. I loved it. Like the meat. I. 
the meat wasn't sweet. Exclude <laughs> why? <laughs> sweet meat. Sweet, sweet meat. Meat sweet. I like the fact that like a random dude was like, "Hey, it could be throw up." Could be throw up. Could be throw up. It could be throw up. Do you ever think perhaps uh throw up? I will say the ballooning for spiders. It's when spider eggs are released. Yeah. And then the little baby spiders are traveling to their new home and their new destination. Yeah. Didn't we learn that in Charlotte's Web? Yeah. Wasn't that a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like wee. That's still terrifying though. No, thank you. I would not want to drive down the street and then see a wave of spiders and be like, oh well. Well, <laughs> yes. Uh, it's also not fun when you literally look over to your left and there's just a spider there and then you crush it and it bursts forth with a whole bunch of baby no. spiders out of it. Yeah, that's happened twice in my old house and it was terrifying. No. Mm-hmm. So uh, what do you think about sky meat? I loved it. Uh, I don't want to eat it. I love hearing about it. Cloudy Enchanted Meatballs. Yo. Life. Do you think maybe that's where the story came from? Maybe, possibly. Like someone heard about raining meat and was like, you know what? Listen. What if it was meatballs? And what if it <laughs> it rained was edible? Fully cooked meatballs. I would be out in my yard with my mouth open. Also with like a garbage bag pulled open so I can catch as many meatballs as possibly. Okay, but why would you need to catch meatballs when it could rain meatballs at any given time? Because you don't know if it's going to rain meatballs again, you know? Yeah, but how long are those meatballs going to last? Like, I'm going to eat them right right then. <laughs> that is impossible. I'm... What? Today's scheduled forecast, uh, five inches of meatballs. Yeah, I'm going to be out meatballs, there living my best life. Just today's meatballs are beef only, no vegetarian options, or so sorry. No vegetarian meatballs. Catch the shower next Tuesday for the vegetarian meatballs. Would you want to live... In the Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs universe, yes or no? No. No. Because here's why. Okay. I wouldn't want food to get stuck around and in crevices somewhere. Because, like, you would have to clean your house so much, like, the outside of it. What if they controlled the weather to where it was specifically in, like, specific locations? It's the weather cafe. Yeah, in, in, yeah, in the weather cafe today. Uh, everyone comes by. It's like a free cafeteria. Like you don't have to pay for food. You don't have to pay the restaurant anything because it's they're not paying for anything. You literally just take your plate. You go. It rains in that specific cafeteria area esque thing, and you pick it up and you go. Okay. Yes. Yes, I would. It has to be very specific. Otherwise, yeah. I think of the ants. Yeah, that's true. You need to like. I don't know. You get your friends, you know, I'd be like, hey, yo, Ash, let's go down to the meat cafe. They're, they're, it's raining spaghetti right now. Spaghetti! Let's go get ourselves some spaghetti. I would love to be in a room where it's just, like, you can dress up in, like, a hazmat suit and then, like, dive into, like, a meatball spaghetti pond. It's raining sauce! Hallelujah, it's rain and sauce. How fun would that be? I think that'd be great. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Did you do your credits? Did I interrupt your credits? Uh, I didn't. My credits are Scientific America, Great Kentucky Meat Shower Mystery, PopSci.com, IfIScience.com, 
of the time it rained meat on a clear day in Kentucky. Ripley's.com, The Courier Journal, Ooh. and The Vintage News, Kentucky Meat Shower. Listen, Kentucky, where the Bowling Greens grow. I don't know if that's their catchphrase, but it should be. They got some hot stuff over there. Weird gelatinous meat globs and a monster that no one's ever seen. It's my kind of town. Did you know that the KFC Twitter only follows the five Spice Girls and then 11 people named Herb? Oh. Or six people named Herb. My to equal God. Their, yeah, to equal up their 11 herbs and spices. No way. Guess way. Look, I need to look, look it, it up, up right now. I need to look now. it up right now. Is, is the Kentucky yeah. one? Yep, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Okay, hold on. Wait, I gotta look it up. Mm-hmm. They follow the five Spice Girls and then six men named Herb. Kentucky Fried Chicken, KFC. Kentucky. Yeah, they're just KFC on Twitter. Oh my god. <laughs> yep, ele- following 11 people, the five, uh, the five Spice Girls. And eleven people named or six people named Herb. I always want to say eleven. Oh, it's eleven herbs and spices. My God. Mm-hmm. They did it right. I'll tell you what. There's an advertisement on there. It's a meme. It's the this is a grandma meme. It's like you can get two pieces of chicken, mashed potatoes, a biscuit, and a drink for six dollars at KFC. And the grandson's like, sure, grandma, let's put you to bed. They <laughs> <laughs> kind of love that. Oh my god! <laughs> they tweeted, you're in his DMs, we're on his shirt, he's a messy eater. Oh my god. Well, I'll tell you, uh... I'm gonna retweet it. <laughs> Wendy's. Wendy's and KFC are are pretty great in my book. Let's just... Yeah. You know what? I, I really like KFC. I really like Wendy's. I like junk food. It's good. You know what? You're not wrong. They made a mac and cheese bowl. Yeah. Look like the, the chicken Yes. Listen, I haven't eaten out out in like a while. I I didn't really understand what I was missing until I went back. But also Popeyes. What's up? I've never had Popeyes. You also don't you live in a place where like Popeyes is kind of scarce? Yes, we have one. It's like a half an hour away. Yeah, they're far. I remember going to New Orleans, and I was like. You know, for being New Orleans, there's really not a Popeyes. And then there was one like hidden in a corner, like it had like a weird entrance way. And I was like, oh, there's where it is. We're not eating there today, but at least they have a Popeyes in Louisiana. Louisiana fast. Louisiana fast. Louisiana fast. Yeah, there you go. Snap. Crackle pop. Rice crispy. Cannibalism, the snack that smiles back. Goldfish. Goldfish. <laughs> well there you go all right my voice is getting over it my throat's over it what is the sclunism for today be safe around trains don't eat sky meat that's on the ground don't eat sky meat was such a perfect rhyme i kind of love it don't eat sky meat oh my god it kind of is don't eat sky meat i'm dr seuss up in here goldfish goldfish (laughs) don't eat sky meat sky meat uh, and then real quick, my spoonful of sugar is just that I'm happy that even though I had the whole week off from work due to my sickness, because I'm down with the sickness. Wow. 
and we still got to hang out and do things and you were very patient with me and waited while I coughed all in your ear at all times of the day and I appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, I've not been, been not patient with you. How dare you? Who do you take me for? I love you and I want you to have good times. That includes if you're sick or not sick. I don't care. I just want to be with you and vibe with you because I love you. Vibe. We're going to vibe in a bit too because uh, we literally sat for, what, eight hours yesterday? Not saying like a single word to each other. And you were doodling. You were doing commissions. Yeah. And I was playing a wine-making simulator because that's where my life is right now. If you guys want wine, Ash is going to make me into wine when I <laughs> pass away. It's going to come to you. We're going to have a special website. You could buy the wine for six sixty nine a bottle. So you're going to get murdered. A limited I edition. then have to find your body. About seven bottles. Ish. Make seven bottles of wine. Yeah. And then display you on our podcast reel. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Just host the podcast still with a bottle of wine. And then when it's my turn to talk, just have it be very silent and just like pretend like I'm saying stuff and respond oh. back. So people fully grasp how insane we just went. <laughs> how insane I went. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because yeah. you, you're gone. I'm, I'm even wine. Though, I'm even wine, though dying baby. is illegal. And therefore, you can't ever die because dying is illegal. No, um, no, so this no, is purely no, no, a hypothetical. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Listen, you misunderstood me. Dying is illegal for you. What? I can die anytime I want. That's not how that works. How are we going to make the wine then, Ash? <laughs> we'll figure it out. You're going to agree to the wine. Technically, you're allowed to donate no, no, a no. pint of blood. No, Hear me out. No, no, no. You're allowed to donate a pint of blood every, I think, like, week, right? Uh-huh. So, if you just donate blood, you technically still can make wine out of you, just your blood. But then it's not special limited edition. It is. Well, I mean, when you die, die. Yeah. It then turns into special limited edition. Yeah. Listen, for legal purposes, this is all a complete joke. But at <laughs> yeah, the same time, like this, this is, is just like fun. This is this is us trying to like running on like four hours of sleep, like but also not at the same time. So this is just for funsies. Don't don't put the woo boo on us. Ash is sick and tired. I am tired. This is this is sick what you get. And tired of being sick and tired. We're not. This is a joke. We're joking. We're joking. Look for that sale, though. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> 666. Six, 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 669. 669. 669. Oh 29. 25 or 250. It's 69.69. 69. We, we up the price. It's a limited edition. 69.69. 69. Oh, shit. Six, 70 do- I'm not worth $70 a bottle. You are? Nah. You are? Nah. Limited edition, baby. Because also, 6969, our beautiful band, Starbomb. Not Starbomb. Ninja Sex Party. Oh. I listen. Anyway, what is your sloonful? Not sloonism, sloonful. Oh, my sausage. Sausage and my cousin got that house. <gasps> oh, yay! I was, I was talking about a few episodes back. They put in for it, and uh, they got it. So as long as an inspection goes good, it's theirs. That's so exciting. I know. 
We got yeah. there's set enough room for our D D stuff, so like yay. Ooh. Yay. That'll be a lot of fun. Hey, look at the move out of their uh, apartment. And move into a little home. Aw. Home. They get to I bring love their it dog all. over. They get to actually have a space for their pup pup. We'll all have to congratulate them in our group chat. Everyone, thank you so much for joining our podcast for your viewing pleasure. Yay. So we're sorry this one's a little bit shorter today. I'm sick. You can blame it on me. We taught it. <laughs> we'll be back next week. I'm excited. I really like the story that I picked. And I like the story that you picked. Because we actually finally will have a uh, a little bit of another, like a personal story to talk about. That's going to be fun. I'm so excited. Yeah. Exciting times. Oh, perfect. Well, follow us on Twitter at MHMPod, on TikTok at Murder Horrors Monsters Podcast, my Twitter, The Gourd Witch, her Twitter at SKL00N underscore, because she always laughs when I when no one remembers the underscore. <laughs> now everyone's going to remember the underscore. No. Everyone. Just come, come hang out with us. Tweet us your things. We want to hear more stories. Please tell us your personal stories, your cryptic tales. We don't care if it's about a cryptid. We don't care if it's about a ghost story or about a murder. Just tell us some tales. We love to hear from you guys. You're schoonfuls. So have a good day. Don't eat the meat. Don't eat the meat. Be safe around trains. A message from Metro. Put out good vibes so that Coke can sponsor us so that Skloon can get her Coke full. <laughs> All the good things. Yeah. So, have a good one, guys. This has been oh, Murder, Horror, Monsters. Research, editing, and production. <laughs> by we'll see you all next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That was a train wreck. Music Bye. produced by Dank Credits by Spooky Rose. Rate, review, and follow on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Want to work with us? Send a request to Pod at gmail.com. <laughs>